Come and ask your questions, share your concerns, experiencing life on 657 AM. And without wasting any time, we're heading straight into our, our tech radar. Uh, we all know that technology affects us all. So we're heading directly into some of the tech or changes in technology that are happening in our current and immediate world. Charles, what do you have on your plate? Uh, the main thing that I have on my plate is, I don't know if you saw this given, but Steam Deck, um, the company that makes, obviously, uh, and I want to say Counterfeit, Counter-Strike, they made Half-Life, a lot of those well-known games actually is done by Steam and the Steam engine or yeah. the Valve engine, mm-hmm. and now they're making their own handheld little PC. It looks a lot like the PSP, and it's called the Steam Deck. Um, and I saw it, and I thought that will be very, very interesting because I think it's an interesting try and market that they are trying to get into because it, it's probably going to be expensive. I mean, we're looking at about $400, uh, which will be what in South African rand terms, a lot cheaper than the most. 8000 uh, isn't it? Hey? Isn't $400 8000 Because I think the PS4 is $400, am I right? Or PS5, yes. sorry, PS5. PS5, uh, which, is a, which is cheaper than, than a... A gaming PC, but still definitely. a lot of money. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I don't think it's gonna. I th- I personally feel this is an interesting move, and I feel the same way. I remember that way about the Galaxy Fold. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting, bold move. Let me say that bold move by the company. But I don't think it's something that's gonna actually influence the daily lives of a lot of people. Uh, I think it will be a very select few that will be able to afford this and then want to afford it and play on it. Because uh, I also believe that the stuff like the iPhone 13, the new um, Oppo phones, uh, that the, those things run serious, serious processes. Even even um, uh, looking at the iPad Pro, that thing is running on an M1 processor with its own integrated chipset for graphics. Mm. You're trying to compete with that now, um, and I find it just very interesting. So unfortunately, not a lot of good news my side. Um, and I'm trying to open up the article that I want to open up for the good news. But uh, you can continue with your stuff and then I'll see if it gets back to me. Okay, not a problem at all. So on my plate, it's a number of things that I wanted to share, actually. So there is um, this guy called Adam Mozeri. He's not one of the most famous of, um, you know, people who head these influential companies, but he is the head of Instagram. Um, he has announced that Instagram is no longer a image sharing platform. So this gives us an idea of what Instagram or where Instagram is headed. Instagram hmm. is officially no longer just actually not even he didn't even use the word just, but it's no longer an image sharing platform, um, which we all know that that's where Instagram initially began as a place where we all um, primarily went on it to upload and view images that we love. But now it's becoming more of an entertainment hub. Um, a place where you can consume content that goes beyond just um, images, mm. right? Or just, you know, these people who look good um, and very provocative for no good reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and then also another uh, interesting one is that Microsoft launches Windows 
365. Now, this is interesting because I know you might be thinking to yourself, but given Microsoft 365 already exists, um, and obviously Microsoft 365 is the business suite. It also exists as a personal suite um, where Microsoft will offer will offer you um, their Microsoft Office suite, their cloud-based um, service as well. Now, the difference between Microsoft 365 as well as um, comparing it to Windows 365 is that with Windows 365, it is the operating system itself existing in a cloud and not running on the computer that you're using. Like, think about how brilliant that is. That's sort of like they're given... Oh, they're given. um, The Google... (laughs) (laughs) Sort of like what we're broadcasting now with. But uh, what's that Google... um, the the Chromebook Google oh the oh what? oh um the, it's it's you're looking for Stadia Stadia yes, yes that's yes. also run on a different so this is the same thing Microsoft or Windows three six five running on a different PC you just need to access it yes basically so this obviously is one of those things where it won't yet be available to South Africa the good news the good thing about this is that um, regardless of what device you're using you will be running an equal and fast uh, Windows, um, whatever version it may be. So let's say they started off with Windows 10, maybe later including Windows 11. It doesn't matter what um, computer you're using. It doesn't matter the specs of the computer. You basically just buy a shell that's able to log on to the internet and that's where the Windows is. Now, for countries that are within Africa... I know that not every this will not be relevant to every country within our continent, right? And many other countries as well outside of Africa because internet is just not that good yet. I mean, Americans, you find them talking on average, they'll tell you about 50 megabits per second. On average, that's just a person saying they have bad internet. That's why they beat you on online games. <laughs> yes, because their ping is so much faster. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yes. So, um, the, so it won't necessarily be as, as beneficial. Like, for example, Chromebooks uh, operate under the same concept. It's basically a, 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 a sort of like a shell, basically, that cannot really do much if it's not connected to the Internet because the Chromebook operating system is actually online so it's these are laptops that function they're doing very well by the way in terms of sales especially in schools they're doing incredibly well but that's because in america every restaurant even in the uk every restaurant every school almost every public place has just internet happening all around you know so Mm -hmm. it's it's something that they basically do not need to worry about but i don't think that it would be equally effective here in south africa Amazing, eh? Mm. Why did I not know about all these things? Even when you go to Israel, uh, which is the only country overseas that I've ever been to, mm-hmm. uh, wherever you go, there's free Wi-Fi. Shopping malls provide you with free Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, the moment you land at the airport, they, there's a sign that's saying, "Welcome, you're welcome to use our Wi-Fi to let your loved ones know you're safe or something like that. I can't remember. But there's free Wi-Fi. Mm. And to them, it's just, a, it's a, no pun intended, it's a given. yeah that there's internet Uh, they don't understand this thing of we having to pay for internet 
in actual, in actual fact. Because the building that you're living in or the building that you're residing in when it's a hotel or whatever should provide you with good internet. And there, I mean, this is a small little town, right? Or a small little um, um, country. Mm. The Western Cape is bigger than Israel. I don't know if you've noticed that, but the Kruger National Park, in actual fact, is bigger than Israel. Imagine. I, yes. So this is how small the country is. But when you're in a hotel, you get download and upload speeds from 150 to 200 megs per second. Um, and then there's 400 people, how many ever 100 people in that hotel. We're all there FaceTiming and connecting with everyone, and there's no lag, no problem. It's amazing. That it is, is incredible. absolutely amazing. And to us, it's such a foreign concept. It's such a... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Case, yeah. Yeah. So uh, have you found uh, the article yet? No, I can't. Okay, okay no problem. <laughs> you see? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, but I life. do, I would like to mention something else, actually, because I had a few. Um, Edge, uh, which is the operating system that comes with literally every Windows, especially if you're running Windows 10, then you do have Edge. So it is the it is the browser rather, the browser mm. that has replaced Internet Explorer. So, so nowadays people actually use Internet Explorer to download Edge. <laughs> So Edge has recently officially overtaken uh, Firefox as the third most used browser in the world. So Edge is the third. Why is that? Come again? Why is that? It's honestly speaking. um, Okay, so I do have, there's no, they haven't announced like official research as to why, but there are a few things that come across as obvious to me, right? Like for one, if you think about the fact that Edge literally comes on every CP, uh, computer that a person buys, um, especially if it's you've bought it within like the recent five years or something. So Edge literally now is default on every Windows 10 um, device, you know. Yeah. So that's first, because if you want Chrome, then you have to do extra work. Now, the thing that studies have shown within technologies that people actually if they whatever they find on a device that they buy if it's good enough they will not go and look for something else like people will only look yeah. for something else if the one they're currently using is giving them problems so microsoft edge okay also i suppose i should also give a little bit of history of what what happened with microsoft edge so microsoft edge actually um windows or microsoft built edge using the chrome um like foundation as a foundation the the chrome backbone yes exactly so basically it it functions just as smoothly although i've been experiencing very a lot of lag and like i don't know why it's literally the slowest browser on my computer um so i either use firefox or chrome but uh but i think a very big contributor well for one edge has changed it no longer looks the same it looks nothing uh like uh microsoft edge nothing at all uh but what i've also noticed is that um what what or rather what i think is the greater contributing factor is that literally every uh windows 10 device that people receive has edge on it and consider also the fact that between 2020 and 2021 people have bought more computers than ever before 
because everyone mm. is forced to work from home and to collaborate from home. Even people who are creating movies and uh, music have been forced to work from home. And a lot of them are using, I mean, up outside of America um, and probably those, those few countries that are, you know, Apple supporters, every mm. other part of the world uses um, um, a Windows uh, device. So yes. those Windows devices have uh, edge when you get them. So people don't bother downloading any other thing. But, um, so, oh, yeah, go on. No, but you said, so Edge has overtaken Firefox for the third place. Yes, so it's... What's, it, what's first and second then? Um, I think DuckDuckGo is second. First is obvious, Charles. <laughs> it's Chrome. <Yeah. laughs> Actually, yes. no, I'm lying. I think third is Safari. I think it's Safari. Let me... Uh, I'll I'll definitely third. check that out. Yeah. No, sorry. Second. I think second is Safari. But first is definitely Chrome. Definitely Chrome. I I prefer Safari to, to Chrome on a MacBook. But obviously, you won't run uh, Safari on a Microsoft thing. But there, I always use all to Chrome because it's just that thing. It's been working since forever. Um, it, it's lovely. And you've got all these extensions that you can install to it. If you're running Chrome and you're running Google Workspaces that most people do nowadays, it's sort of, to me, it just seems obvious to use Google Chrome then. Mm, uh, mm. If you've got Gmail, G Google Drive, all that thing, they've—I don't know how they did it—but they want it to be used on different platforms. But the moment you start using it on Chrome, you're no longer using it on Safari or on Edge. You just open up Chrome to get your Drive, or your Mail, or whatever. Mm. Um, and that they've got sorted. Google's got that thing sorted. Let's be honest. Yeah, um, yeah. It's one. It's a company to be reckoned with. Very, very true. So yeah, uh, I just looked it up now. Uh, so the statistics are as follows. Chrome has 65.27% of um, global usage. Goodness. And then Safari has 18.34. <laughs> like the gap is enormous. It's, yeah, it's enormous. Sure. But do remember that that is literally of all people in the world that use computers. Um, and then following that would be Edge at 3.4%. Even there, the gap is massive. The gap is absolutely massive. Actually, from edge going down, the gap begins to like become less, Laps, ins yeah, more insignificant, yeah. basically. 65 to 18%. That is huge. Dude, so the top oh. five um, browsers that are used in the world are Chrome, Safari, Edge, Firefox, Samsung Internet, <laughs> and Oprah Mini being the fifth. Oh wow! Actually, being the Oprah, sixth, the sixth. Yes. Oprah Mini is actually I used that a lot on um, when I had an HTC phone as well as my Nokia phone. When I was able to download it, I used Opera for the simple fact that it was it uh, doesn't use data that extensively. Like on Safari, when you open up Safari on an iPad or something, you need to click on the top left. There's a little button with icons or rows. You click there, then it opens up what they call a reader view. Oh, yeah. So all the images are removed and you just basically get the font. Whereas when you use Opera Mini on a mobile device, that, that's the way that they open up the website. They don't immediately download all the images. So when you want to save data, Opera Mini is the way to go. 
Oh, oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yes. Yeah, I completely get yeah. what you mean. That makes sense. That actually makes sense. So this mm. is where we're going to cut it for tonight's uh, Impact of Tech. Um, it's been quite an amazing one. I think it was loaded and we've had a few things to expand upon. We do hope that we've um, given you some insight on what's happening around the world in the world of technology.